you need to be where conversations are being had or could be being had so that you have a seat at the table in that discussion. Welcome to the podcast where marketing gets personal. Broadcasting from Macklin, we'll be covering everything about our field from the totally topical to the utterly off topic. Let's see where it takes us this week on B2Me. All right. Welcome to Be To Me. I'm your host, Thomas. I'm doing, joined today by Kira and Hannah. And we're going to be diving into the world of social media. Super controversial. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to talk about how it works, how it relates to clients, and all sorts of related matters. All right. So, Kira, Hannah, you guys handle all of our clients' social media marketing. And that's got to give you an interesting perspective on it, right? How does your experience being a marketer and and a consumer at the same time, you know, shape your view and your use of social media? Yeah. uh, So for me, this is a bit of a loaded question. Um, I definitely have a love-hate relationship with social media. I always say that if I didn't need it for work, I wouldn't have a Facebook. I'm on social media all day for work. uh, So I really find myself spending less and less time on it personally. And when I am on it, I hate creating stuff because that's so much of my day. Like literally, I just posted reels from my vacation I took last August as I'm preparing to go on a new vacation this August. But it is kind of fun having that like insider knowledge of how it works and how targeting works and stuff. But that being said, I'm kind of a a marketer's worst nightmare uh, because I work with advertising and stuff. I'm going to judge your ad so hard and it's going to be so much more difficult for you to get me to convert in whatever way you're trying to get me to convert. But then I also just get like the weirdest like schmorgan board of ads because of all like my internet activity with all of the different range of our clients and stuff. So um, there's a lot of advertising dollars that are wasted on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Kira on this one. But I think as a musician, I have that added layer of needing to use social media to market myself as a performer, as well as to connect with other artists and venues. Marketing through social media for clients gives me a lot of ideas for my personal brand and vice versa, but it also means I'm a little too chronically online. So I have to limit my recreational time on social media for my own sanity. I find that when a brand's post really pulls me in, it's usually because it engages people in a way that I think is unique or smart and haven't considered before. So I love to see the wheel reinvented just when I think every approach has already been taken. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, I have, you know, slightly different perspective um, than you guys, you know, from the copywriter end of things. Uh, I definitely view it as a source of inspiration, both like positively and negatively in terms of content and all that stuff. You know, if I see something that has really good writing or really good call to action, things are framed really nice with design, I'll sort of like take note of that and let it be you know, kind of sit in my head for use later. And then if things are really bad, I mean, I love looking at terrible ads. Who doesn't? <laughs> they're, they're a great source of entertainment. All righty. So personal views and experiences aside, there are obviously benefits to social media. You know, otherwise none of these companies would be using it, but they're all using it. So what are these benefits? I think that this answer kind of depends really on the client, you know, like as a small business owner, uh, you're going to be focusing on brand awareness uh, when it comes to social media. So you want to build your audience and engage authentically with it. 
But for, say, the Duncans of the world, they don't need brand awareness because they're fighting for more market share than their competitor. So their biggest benefit is going to be conversion and then repeat conversion. So that's what we're going to start getting into, like, the really nitty-gritty analytics that everyone loves to talk about, uh, like return on ad spend, average order value, conversion rate, things like that. But the one thing that, you know, all businesses really benefit from with social media is access to their audience, however it's being used. It's, you know everyone's on social media. So just being there um, is a big benefit in itself. Absolutely. I think it also presents a great opportunity for companies to give their audiences a more intimate look at their brand's personality and operations than traditional media is always able to provide. Social media really lends itself to the fast-paced nature of the internet. Companies can post something like a behind-the-scenes video at an event or a funny tweet during a culturally specific moment and kind of take advantage of that ability to reach people in real time. The downside to that is that windows of opportunity can sometimes be small and corporate approval policies can really slow things down. So as social media marketers, it's kind of in our nature to push for fast action. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's, you know, in addition to being a place to kind of, you know, have a more intimate connection with your consumers, I think it's a really good place to take creative risks and try new things that, you know, you wouldn't do on like a 30 second TV spot or something like that. I think there's a lot more room for failure. If you write a post and nobody likes it, you can just delete it and, you know, yank it from existence. Um, so yeah, I think a lot, a lot of brands need to take that into account and just, you know, try something, see if it works, you know, don't be insane about it. But yeah, I think it's a really good, really good way to do that. Yeah. And one thing that really kind of always comes up when I talk to people about my work is how social media affects you know, society as a whole. A lot of people think that, you know, it's terrible or, you know, brought so many bad things um, and, you know, will be our downfall or whatever. They can get kind of dramatic. Um, but to a point, I, th- I think it's it's fair, it's valid. But I actually believe there's been a lot of social media um, benefit as a society. There's a lot of, of good that it's done us. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what your guys' perspective on, you know, positive effects of social media are. Yeah, I definitely think that there are a lot of positive effects of social media along with the bad. One of the really cool things about social is its ability to connect people all over the world. We all have our unique identities and interests, hobbies, and depending on where we live, we might not always have access to people who are interested in the same things as us. Social media allows people to find a new kind of community that sort of transcends geographic location. And that can bridge gaps, help people mobilize for all sorts of causes. So these days, organizations heavily rely on social media to get people to do things like attend events and join groups as well. Yeah, I think, um, at least for me, one of the most positive things about social media is just, you know, almost like using the positive aspects to, you know, outweigh the negative. I think there is so much negative content out there and like, you know, things that, will make you bummed when you see it, bad news headlines, you know, yada, yada, yada. But there is a lot of humor. There's a lot of good societal coping on there. Um, You know, people finding the silver lining, whether it's through, you know, making jokes or just connecting, uh, you know, basically what Hannah was saying about bridging those gaps. I think there's all sorts of ways to go about it. Um, And yeah, I think as we see more platforms like threads, and we'll get to that in a second, but I think we're going to see you know, people communicating in different styles because no two platforms are the same. 
Yeah, I definitely like Hannah to your point, like people mobilizing behind a cause. I think that, you know, it's kind of both on a corporate and a personal level. Like for me, obviously you guys know about um, my nephew and his battle with cancer, but we set up a GoFundMe and shared that on social media for him for, you know, the chemo for his surgery costs and everything. And we raised over $12,000 in less than 12 hours. Wow. Um, from that. And ultimately within a couple of weeks, we've raised over $35,000, which, you know, is pivotal for my sister with taking care of, um, my nephew and stuff. Um, so without social media, we could not have done that. And like, that would be a much different situation. But then Thomas, to your point about like, you know, kind of trying to outbalance the good and the bad and stuff, and always seeing like these negative headlines, Something else that I've seen from social media that is really cool is an Instagram account called Tanks Good News, where he literally just posts like good news stories because we don't see enough good news stories and headlines. Um, So he'll share, you know, a video of someone recording themselves, reading their college acceptance letter um, and sharing with their family or like pregnancy announcements or even just like cute videos of dogs and stuff just to kind of you know, like you said, balance um, out that negative with some good feel-good stories. So I think that that's kind of fun. So safe to assume that hopefully it won't be our ultimate downfall. So let's talk about the business side of it a little bit more. When it comes to finding the right social media platform, companies have a ton of options, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Reddit, Twitter, threads, you name it. So what are your thoughts on how businesses should be choosing which platform to go on and how will they know which ones should work for them in the first place? Yeah, I mean, we probably all have things to say about how not every brand needs to have a major presence on every platform. Um, I think a good rule of thumb is to allocate effort and resources based on where your audience is actually active. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really like succinct way to put it um, because it's important for businesses to understand the difference of the different platforms and set their expectations accordingly. You know, I do think that there are some platforms that some companies just don't need to be on. um, But what I always say to my clients is this, you need to be where conversations are being had or could be being had so that you have a seat at the table in that discussion. Uh, Twitter is one that I always use as an example um, because Twitter is where people go to follow celebrities, to get their news, keep up to date on politics. So if your business doesn't fall into one of those categories, it isn't going to be the most successful platform for you. However, one thing about Twitter is that people also like to go there to bitch, especially about companies. And people also expect to get customer support through that platform. Um, So conversations are being had pull up a seat at that table, but use your knowledge of the platform to set your expectations and shape your strategy accordingly. So like you said about like allocating your resources um, effectively, Twitter might not generate a lot of sales for you. So don't put your media dollars behind it, but still be there so that you can be a part of that conversation. For sure. Retweet. (laughs) Okay. So Thomas, you had kind of mentioned earlier threads. Obviously, this is all very new to us. It's been like, what, not even a week, I think, since um, it really kind of became a thing. Uh, So I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts on threads yet. I'm someone like, I'm going to let it play out a bit before I get an account because it's literally just a Twitter dupe and I already deleted my Twitter account too. But I will say, I think it was really smart of uh, Zuckerberg to see the opportunity and people being unhappy with Twitter's direction. But it also kind of shows the monopoly that he has on social media. I mean, he owns 
Facebook, he owns Instagram, he owns Threads. Basically, the only other major one that he doesn't own is TikTok. It's a smart decision, but it kind of just really highlights something that's kind of scary in society, especially, you know, if Twitter goes down, which I think eventually um, it's time to admit, you know, it will, I think, at some point, but ultimately seems to be like lesser of two evils at this point. What do you guys think? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm like a little bit weary of it just because of that monopoly. I think we've all seen billionaires aren't always the most stable people. Um, They're trying to (laughs) fist fight each other. Um, So, you know, like with Elon, he's totally tanked Twitter. And who's to say that maybe Zuckerberg couldn't do the exact same thing? And people rely on social media for a lot of things. So to have one, you know, I mean, it is a company, but generally one figurehead in charge of it all is a little bit alarming to me yeah i agree twitter's going in the shitter (laughs) for sure (laughs) um yeah so i've actually spent not a lot of time on threads like maybe a couple maybe a few hours total right now i love it to be honest i mean it's very very young it's super new there's no ads on it yet it's just content and like a you know recommendation algorithm So you're not seeing a bunch of sponsored things, this, that, and the other thing. Um, And I don't know if it's, you know, the way that it's engineered or just how people are behaving on there. But right now it's like the content's very positive. It's not, you know, where you go on Twitter and doom scroll and it's just like the worst side of humanity ever (laughs) all the time, especially since Elon took over. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. So I'm pretty sure that it's going to get ruined at some point. Every social media platform does. There'll be things that everybody hates about it. And it'll probably, because it's a, you know, if it's anything close to Instagram, there will be a period of time where it just becomes an ad machine. But for now, I really like it. And yeah, here's to hoping that, you know, it goes well and that maybe that monopoly gets broken up. But that's a That's a different story for a different day. <laughs> for sure. So, Thomas, what about you as a person writing the content that lives on social? Do you have any advice that you can give brands on social media? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I would say is to be consistent and authentic. Those are, you know, the things that'll make or break you. Your business, you know, definitely needs to have a recognizable brand voice, you know, essentially your online persona, so to speak. You you know, if it was a person, what would your business sound like? What types of things would it say? You know, is this a serious person? Are they you know, kind of a joker? Are they confrontational, easygoing? You need to kind of ask yourself all of these things um, constantly. You know, you might already have the answers depending on how far along you are in your overall marketing journey. But in any case, it's super crucial that you have these insights to kind of, you know, guide your content. But keep in mind, that could change from platform to platform. You might be like Wendy's where you're, you know, kind of just camouflaging to whatever platform you're on. Like they do Twitter jokes on Twitter, they kind of satire Facebook on Facebook. So yeah, I think just take risks, you know, be consistent, try new things and, you know, have, have try to have fun with it. Yeah. I mean, I think I love Wendy's on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but they always give me a good laugh. Yeah, totally. We love to keep it light or to see other people keep it light. But I think overall it is good to match your voice to your brand. And that's it for today's show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to follow B2Me wherever you get your podcasts. And for all things marketing, follow Macklin on social media. See you next time.